0: Hi, this is Nancy Olson Livingston, and welcome to TV Confidential. Happy anniversary,
1: honey. <laughs> Ed Robertson, one of guest guests considered to make, considered to <laughs> make, star of China Beach, Providence, and most recently, the Pure Flix series, Going it. Home. Calendar it's year 2023 marks the uh, 35th anniversary of oh, the spirit. premiere that's of China <laughs> Beach on television. A little later on in our conversation, we'll ask consider about co-starring with Dabney Coleman on the NBC sitcom University *Mad Men*. Of the people you mentioned, your father's of creative ability and how there's a straight line, you know, from your dad to you in terms of creativity. The other thing that's also very important is that we talked about your your early career as a teacher, and you did, you know, you enjoyed your time as a teacher, but you you knew deep down you wanted to do something else with the rest of your life. And so when you pursued a career to be a performer, your parents supported your decision. Oh,
0: absolutely. They supported it. And I, I, you know, if it wasn't, if it hadn't been for that support it because mm-hmm. I was teaching school, my dad worked two jobs. He worked as a law enforcement officer and then he worked at the port of Kenosha. There's, it's, it's, it's the, it's one of the biggest ports next to the St. Lawrence Seaway. Mm-hmm. And all these ships would come over. And so my dad hired all these officers that would, you know, be security guards at the port of Kenosha. So my dad had two jobs to put me through the University of Wisconsin. When I wanted to go into acting, he said, oh, my God, because I had taught school for four years and I had, had my degree already. Well, I went to the Goodman Theater School the Goodman School of Drama in Chicago. He said, I'm going to have to go get another job, Holly. So uh, he did, and he was still a cop, and mm-hmm. he went out and got a second job to send me to Goodman, but when I remember um, asking him, I said, Dad, I said, I just, you know, I don't want to teach anymore, and um, I said, I want to go into theater, and I never even thought of television or film, and uh, I just loved the stage, because I think I, if I'm good on television or film, it's because of what I've learned in theater mm-hmm. on stage, and he said, "Well, there's pros and cons." He said, "And I've figured out the pros, and I figured out the cons." He said, "And the cons far outweigh the pros, Holly." But your mother and I said, "You got to get your chance. Mm-hmm. You got to go for it. If this is what you want to do, we will back you hundred percent, and I will go out and get another job." And he did just that, and as a result of that, I mean that that leap of faith my father took, mm-hmm. it it then followed to this conversation today, Ed. If it had not been for that leap of faith he took, and my mother took, because mm-hmm. my mother just wanted me to stay, you know, very by, you know close by, because he was a protector of our family, mm-hmm. and so. His little girl going to Chicago. His little girl going to New York and walking the streets of New York, and then getting to LA and trying to figure out the Thomas Guide. There were no GPS. And remember that?
1: I remember the Thomas Guide.
0: I know. God bless. I couldn't. I couldn't understand that either. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but if it wasn't from the the kind of love uh, that my father and mother had, my da- my mother would say, "We have to give her her chance." She's got to have her chance.
1: Yes, as they say in the play, Hamilton, it was time for your shot.
0: Ah, it was time for my—what a great line. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. I'll have to steal that from you, Ed.
1: Absolutely.
0: Wonderful. That's great. So then I retired them here when I was doing China Beach. So uh, I brought them from Wisconsin, and they lived out outlived their um, retirement years here for the last 20 in uh, california so my dad had you know he could do his artwork he could do his poetry his songs he could plant his uh tomatoes because he was from rome and he loved his roses and you know everything and then my mother was just so happy to be with her daughter again Mm -hmm. i was never able to go back to uh, kenosha but once or twice a year because by the grace of god and i mean by god's grace and if i have any faith at all I got that
1: from my mother. Consetta Tomei is on the line with us. Consetta Tomei star at China Beach, Providence, and many, many other productions for stage, film, and television. Consetta and I are chatting about some of the many people that she has worked with throughout her career. We're just seeing where the conversation goes. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. A couple more questions for now, because I have a feeling we're going to have another conversation with Consetta Tomei uh, later in the year. But, um, oh, but
0: fun. Um, so I'm working then, my darling. The last thing I did was Space Force with Steve Carell. I played Nancy Pelosi, but the character, <laughs> the character they called her Ed Pitosi, like a pit bull. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder where that came from. <laughs>
1: well, that's in, in a way she is a pit
2: bull.
0: Yeah, yes, no, it's perfect. Pitosi. hysterical, Absolutely. And Carell was great to work with, I must say. Lovely man. And, and Malkovich, oh,
1: well, one of the uh, one of your other uh, leading men in television uh, uh, was Dabney Coleman. Now, now, oh
0: my Dabney, my divine Dabney! Oh, how much I love that! Guy.
1: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that.
0: Oh, well, you know why I I learned so much from Dabney. Mm-hmm. I did 16 episodes of Mad Men of the People, mm-hmm. and it was on NBC, but they gave us such a terrible time slot. Yep. We had to follow Seinfeld. Well, after Seinfeld, everybody went to bed. Yep. And that was, a, that was not the killer time slot. Everybody thought it was going to be a killer time slot. Mm-hmm. It would be just... No, it was the worst programming decision ever. So Dabney was a professional from the word pro. hmm And he would work out scenes, work out bits. He knew his lines. He was... A unbelievably generous uh, uh, actor on stage and off, but also he would bring gifts to his leading ladies, and you know, and um, it was just Cynthia Gibb and um, myself. And he was just, I learned so much from, and so much fun, fast and bright and funny, but I learned so much about comedy from him. We he did sixteen episodes, and we'd be, he'd, we'd be a do do a bit, and he'd say, "Okay, can, uh, Conchetta." He called me the Italian. By <laughs> the way, Conchetta or Conchetta is is fine. I, we all know that Conchetta is the correct mm-hmm. pronunciation, and Ed knows that. So, but a lot of people call me Conchetta without it being the correct. But I will answer to anything. Okay. So anyway, we would be doing a we'd be throwing a pillow. Okay, he'd be on one end of the couch, I'd be on the other end of the couch. We'd be standing. We had a pillow that we were to throw in between. I cannot tell you how many different ways to throw a pillow Dabney Coleman thought of. I cannot even begin to tell you. The minimum was six.
1: <laughs> well, but, but you know something? Um, just listening to you. It, made, it makes, me, most most of us think of Dabney Coleman for his work in film and television, but he learned his craft at the Neighborhood Playhouse Theater Group in New York City. So he's really a stage actor
0: uh, at heart. Well, and, that says it all, Ed it's something new I learned today. See how wonderful, the spirit travels. Yeah. I didn't know that about Dabney. Yeah. And, he, I had no idea, because he worked like a stage actor. mm mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. they now can set it, all right, say the line, then throw the pillow. <laughs> throw the pillow, say the line, wait four beats, and then sit on the pillow. Yeah. I mean, it was hysterical, but I learned so much from that, and man, but I did not know the neighborhood playhouse, Ed. Thank you. I did not know that. Another day, another discovery. <laughs> Ed Robinson, Day. <Dave. laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. This has been a great interview. Now, the next time we speak, and I hope we will, and thank you for the the uh, second offer, Ed, I hope I'm working in something that I really want to do and love to do.
1: That reflects your background as a stage artist, you know, because one of the main differences in working on stage versus film and television is that you stage gives you the opportunity to really cultivate a character because you're going to play that, that same person for you know, a month, couple of months, something like that, and so it, it allows you to develop a quality to your performance, and to the extent you can, that's what you're looking for.
0: That's right, and the audience also Ed, informs you. You know, you're, um, they used to call it not to be, you know, uh, insulting about older people, because I am now one myself. But um, they talk about the blue rinse set, mm-hmm. blue rinse set that comes. Those were the matinee women, the older women that were retired and came to the theater and uh, on two o'clock on a Saturday or Wednesday afternoon. Well, playing to that group of people and playing to a Friday night that they went out to dinner at Joe Allen's and they had a lot of drinks, you know, or playing in uh, for a Sunday evening audience. Your audience would inform you. Mm-hmm as to how, to how to work the room, really. It's almost like stand-up, but very, very different, more detailed and more intimate, I think. But I learned so much from the audiences myself because I, I had remembered what Lynn Fontan had said. She said, it's always great to go on a, a national tour, she said, because you work all these different cities and all these different areas of the country and all these different people's beliefs and values and um, where they come from. And she was absolutely right. I mean, I thought when I went on the national tour, and I did eight months on the national tour, the Broadway National Tour of Elephant Man, and there was, you know, seven different really big cities, Toronto, San Francisco, Chicago, went on and on and on. You did learn so much from the different areas of the country As well as just the matinees and evening performances in New York City for those Broadway shows or off Broadway shows. Because a lot, you know, the different, a lot of kids didn't have a lot of money to pay for those Broadway tickets, so they'd go to off Broadway. And I did nine off Broadway shows. The most uh, well known was The Normal Heart, Mm -hmm. Brad Davis, and also Tommy Toon's Cloud Nine. Well, you know, I did The Elephant Man 14 months and uh, Tommy Toons, 14 months, but that you could afford the off Broadway ticket, and God bless Mr. Papp for the New York Shakespeare Festival. Joseph Papp. Right, mm-hmm. Joseph Papp, because you know, what a visionary that man was, and everybody got to see free theater with these great, great actors, you know, like John Glover and mm. Klein and all these wonderful, wonderful actors and actresses and Meryl Streep for free. If you're willing to stand in line in a hundred degree heat, you know, uh, to get tickets for that show at night at the New York Shakespeare Festival on Eighty First and Central Park West, you were able to see Magic Mm -hmm. for three or four hours for free. And I just thought, what a gift that man was. I did four shows for Joe Papp, and I loved him. He was tough. He was a tough guy, but I loved Mr. Papp, and I could never call him Joe. could never call him joe and everybody say oh jojo oh no 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 i mean i'm a midwest kid Mm -hmm. and out of you know you're you're hopefully raised with respect and resilience and i think that's what my mom and dad the biggest things they gave me besides my faith in god is respect and resilience because this is a tough business as you know Mm -hmm. and um you just have to be resilient and if it comes your way it does if it isn't wasn't meant to be yours and just have to stay positive. That's right. Uh, Dabney Coleman, oh, my great Dabney Coleman, learned so much from that man. If he ever listens to your show, and I hope he does, did you ever interview him?
1: He's he's on my bucket list. I would.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, mine too. Just give him my love because I learned so much from Dabney in, in comedy.
1: Well, I've had a wonderful time chatting with you. Consider it to me. Uh, we oh, will, have I. We will definitely chat again one of these days on tv confidential thank you so much for spending part of your day with
0: us oh thank you for sharing my day with me ed and god bless all of those listeners out there keep listening keep following your dreams and keep loving everybody let's make peace okay let's make peace and love out there in this divided world god bless everybody and take care ed thank you for thinking of me
1: the next edition of TV Confidential will air next week on this station at the usual time. Please join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that in good company by Johanna Sigmund, available Amazon.com, Barnes Noble.com, wherever books are sold online. Ed Robertson, Bob, Tony Figueroa, Donna, Allen, Phil Grice, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy, stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear,